Welcome, everyone, to the Kathy Lee Parker Show, the number one place for enlightened and entertaining guests, positive vibes, and information that is spot on. And now, for your listening pleasure, your host, Kathy Lee Parker. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, today I have two amazing people who are recruiters. They are professional. As a matter of fact, they are so dynamite. They work from national to global, and um, they are a recruiting company. So anybody out there looking for a company, their profession, their job, these two are amazing, as well as companies that are looking to hire recruiters for them to be good recruiters, recruiters as well as head, headhunters. So welcome, Skylar and Carol, to my show. Hi. Thank you very much, Kathy. You're welcome. You're um I, I did some research on you two. You guys are amazing. You have an awesome website for anybody listening in. And for the first time, go to csexecutiverecruiters.com. That's com, And follow along with us and also to the Kathy Lee Parker Show. And click on to the left side. And if you have any questions for these two, please call in. We are listening. We'll be waiting for you guys. So anyway, but Carol, tell me a little bit about yourself and where you're from because you have an awesome accent. Thanks, Kathy Lee. I'm born and raised in South Africa. I lived there most of my life. We, uh, we my, my husband and our son moved, we moved to the United States 16 years ago. So I spent mm-hmm. the first 10 years in Pennsylvania, back east, um, on the northeast coast. And then six years ago, we moved to Utah. So um, my son lost his accent really early on, but I guess I was too old to lose my accent. So I still have it. How do you like the mountains here? Oh, Utah is phenomenal. It's so beautiful. Every day you wake up and you just look around and you think, yeah, um, and it's just a beautiful country, a beautiful state. I love Utah. Oh, wonderful, wonderful! And Skylar, tell me about yourself and where you're from, and and uh, do you have an accent as well? <laughs> nope, I'm, I'm born thing. and raised born and raised Utah. So actually, um, Kathy Lee, he I, does he does have an accent. It's American, <laughs> but it's an accent to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't have the English accent. So, yes, yes, and I born, and raised, yeah. born and raised Utah. Um, uh-huh. I graduated Granger 99 and, and Westminster 2004. So, uh, yeah, the Utah boy. I have lived out of state several different times, but uh, always came back to Utah. Um, wow. And like you said before, I, I love the mountains and, and uh, yeah, can't get away from them. And then also, too, um, how did you two meet up? I mean, she has this awesome accent, and she's a stunning lady. You know, as you can tell, she's very educated, and so are you. So how did you two meet up and start this company? I guess I'll take that um, one. Uh, we, <laughs> we met at a networking event, and uh, we, we got along really well. 
and our personalities kind of really match. Um, everywhere that uh, you know, Carol doesn't doesn't have the experience. I have the experience, and, and vice versa. So uh, it just seems like our our personalities match along with our experience. Yeah, I met for everybody listening. In, I met them at a networking meeting, and I uh, was very impressed. Very impressed with their style and their approach, as well as helping people finding you know in their career, as well as employ you know looking for um, you know jobs for employers and stuff like that for people with their career. But you have a high end, um, Carol. You have a high end. Uh, the company has a high end. Um, it's more of an executive recruiters, correct? Mm-hmm. So That's you're great. more into the technology and executive well, world. Recruitment agency, we don't just put um, people in chairs. We find talent for companies. So um, our, our preferable base is from professional level people on up to C-suite. Um, we have placed a CFO and um Recently, so we we look for the higher end caliber candidates um, for mm-hmm. the the higher end jobs, definitely. Correct, and um, so Skylar, tell me the difference between um, a headhunter and a recruiter. So a lot of times, you know, not not to say that there's any, you know, higher or lower level of of degree, uh, you know, everybody does hard work, um, but a headhunter actually goes out and, and um, makes sure that, that the person is, is qualified for the position, is, is, you know, when you are actually looking for that talent, like Carol said, and when you're recruiting, most of the time you're, you're kind of just filling positions, um, mm-hmm. so that, that is, you know, we're not, we're not doing any temporary work, we're not doing any, you know, temp hires, it, it's just, it is talent acquisition rather than just looking for temporary workers. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And um, uh, can anybody hire a recruiter or do you have to be hoping that you get picked up from someone? No, Kathy Lee, we, basically we, any, any company can use a recruiting agency. So if they have... Um, an HR capacity. Not all companies have an HR departments, so right. and not and not all HR people are professional recruiters. And it's a really time timely, timeless and costly um, thing to place people to search for people and place people. So even if a company has a dedicated HR department, they can still use a professional recruiting agency such as uh-huh. um, CS executive recruiters and any candidate that is, you know, a candidate looking for a position can go on to, you know, there's so many online and uh, they have a place in the world and I'm certainly not knocking them. The career builders, the monsters, the indeed.com, the LinkedIn, um, the ziprecruiter.com and people out there that are listening to us will know that you've, You've applied for a job at some time in your life using one of those platforms, and mm-hmm. your resume goes into cyberspace, and basically an algorithm 
decides whether you're a good match for that position or not. So for for people that are looking for higher-end jobs, for executive positions, those are not platforms that I would use. I would, whatever recruiting agency you decide to work with, I would get involved with a professional recruiter or headhunter and, uh, you know, put your resume with them and they will actually market you, well, we, they, we market them um, to companies that are out there that are looking for, you know, high-end, good-caliber candidates. So we work with, you know, so we'll work with anybody that's prepared to work with us um, from a company corporate standpoint and uh, candidates. Does that answer your question? Yes, but Carol, but what about an individual? Say that I, yeah. you know, I have this great job I'm working with and I'm like getting a little bored with the company. I've been there for mm-hmm. five years and I thought, you know, I want to see what else is out there. And sure. can I find you and, you know, your company and, uh, you know, start talking to you and give you my Absolutely. resume and. Mm-hmm. As, as you mentioned earlier on, we do have um, a website um, that is cs-er.com. So, mm-hmm. and in that in that website, there is a there is a page for your contact details for you to reach out to us as um, if you are searching for a job or searching for talent. But absolutely, you know, if a person is out there and they are bored with their job and they want to look elsewhere, absolutely have them. You know, call us, get in touch with us. Our um, website is there. Our telephone numbers are on the website. You know, Scala and I are both available to talk uh, to anybody. As well as you can go to www.cs-er.com. I know I talk, I mentioned the company name, but just go to um, cs er.com if you're listening in and uh, their website's very professional as so is you know as well as um, Carol and Skyler here they're very professional and uh, they know what they're looking for and uh, I was really impressed when I met both of you and uh, you know you came across well, I want to hire you you know, here here's my <laughs> resume. But I'm, I'm I love what I do. But I know there's a few people out there who may want to take a job change. But also too, Skylar, tell me what type of companies that you're looking for. You know, on a radar to help some of your candidates that are looking for work. So mostly the the companies that we work with are engineering and technology firms. Mm-hmm. So, but we have also worked with, uh, you know, within the financial industry. Um, that's actually my background is that uh, I, I've been in, in finance for about 20 years. So okay. I, I know the industry very well. Um, so, but other than that, yeah, mostly technology and engineering. And I noticed that you do marketing. I spot marketing on the website. There's three sectors. And the marketing um, sector, what are you looking for in the marketing sector, um, Skylar? Well, there's there's always uh, there's always good jobs for people that are in sales. Um, you know, mm-hmm. the, the the half life for salespeople is, is not very long. 
So people that, that can actually do the job and, and know how to market and know how to, you know, get out there and, and um, you know, either make phone calls or pound pavement or, you know, whatever is needed uh, mm-hmm. is, is always going to be a marketable job. So, mm-hmm. And know, Skylar, what are you, also too, what are you looking in, what type of companies are you looking for in the technology? Um, can it be from a small company or is it large? What are you looking for? If I introduce you to yeah, so most of the Mars Candy that, Bar, uh, for example. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, Kathy. Uh, so, yeah, most of the most of the companies that we work with are going to be, um, you know, from the, the, the startup. You know, you're looking for uh, to make those connections of the, you know, the, you know, four or five people that know how to do some type of specialized uh, piece of the market to mm-hmm. the larger companies that, hey, look, we, we just, you know, lost our CFO and we need to replace the CFO that has had an X number of, um, you know, money managed over over the past years to, you know, whatever other specialized requirements. There's, you know, about 10,000 uh, different designations that, that, that can come into the technology sector. So it, it just kind of depends on, on what the, the, the company's need is rather than, you know, just say, you know, we, we only help people from, you know, five people to 50 uh, mm-hmm. employees. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, usually what I notice, like a CFO or a CEO, where a company knows that this, um, they're going to lose their CFO, you know, um, personnel, then they, they'll contact you ahead of time to start looking. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Sorry, Carol. I have a Carol. I have one something for you. Uh, what makes your company, your recruiting company and headhunting company, stand out compared to the others that are out there? Well, um, that's that's quite an easy question to answer because it really is all about the follow up and the fact that we do. We get to know our clients, the corporates that uh, work with us, and we get to know the um, either the HR person that's doing the hiring or the actual mm-hmm. hiring manager. In other words, the line manager who's got this, this candidate is going to be reporting to. So we have a good understanding of what's needed in the company, culturally speaking, obviously within the confines of the law. Um, there's no discrimination with what Skylar and I do, but we do we do match good candidates to good companies, and we do that via a, a variety of ways. We I'm uh, professionally DISC trained, um, which is a behavioural tool that a behavioural assessment tool um, which centres on on different personality traits. So we do also offer testing, a test done by companies that want a specific type of test done on a candidate, be it um, Myers-Briggs or whichever, you know, whichever uh, test a company wants to use, we'll obviously use their test for them. But I'm a, a fav- favorite DISC. It's a, it's a great assessment tool. So that helps us identify people and match them with careers that they should be in. So mm-hmm. what where we differ is that we, we look at a candidate, potential candidate, 
and we can we talk to them about what they're currently doing, um, what they what they feel what they want to be doing, or are they in the right field, and we can also coach them through that process and find them a job with a company that we know will suit their personality, suit their behavioural style, um, suit their culture, etc. Mm-hmm. So that's really what Skylar, makes different. Yeah, wonderful, Skylar. Tell me, you know, how do you find your um, customers? I mean, your clients. I mean, or let me put the other words. How do you find the businesses? The companies, how do you go out and get those? How do you find them? Or do they find you? uh, a more complicated question than than you would normally, uh, with with these troubling times, is the more complicated question. So uh, before everything happened, um, the unemployment rate was around 3.2%. So we were we were having to go out and and you know headhunt is the is the best term to to go to uh, where mm-hmm. we're actually going out and we're trying to steal somebody from another firm you know if you need a, you know a CFO of a of a disaster company we were we were actually going to other disaster companies and saying hey look are you happy where you're at you know is there something that uh, that's not meeting your needs? Is there, you know, something you're looking for? You know, how, mm-hmm. how can we, how can we help, you know, make this transition? Well, now mm-hmm. with everything going on in the economy, it, it's almost switched gears. Yeah. It happened so like two we, weeks. It's like this past yeah, two exactly. weeks, everything just went, wow. Everything's like changed. People get laid off exactly. or going home, doing their business. And there's some people that I know don't want to go home. They like to be out at the office. They like to be, you know, around people. So what yeah, well, do we do with that? Carol and myself. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we like being around people. We like talking to people. Um, it's just right now, yeah. it's, it's not something that, that you can do. So yes. um, now it's, it's, it's kind of switched gears where companies are coming to us and saying, you know, hey, look, we're looking for, you know, we're looking for this talent. We're looking for that talent. We're looking for the, the right candidate. Uh, where before they, they had to, you know, find, you know, they had to kind of beg for the right person. Wow. Wow, interesting. Uh, it's, also, it's also changed our marketing strategy, just to add on to what Skylar is saying, Kathy Lee, is that, you know, mm-hmm. when we, um, in, before this, um, these times hit us. The the companies were open to talking to recruiters, and now, of course, you know a lot of companies have put a freeze on on hiring, and uh, you know because they they've had to lay off people. So it's a really difficult time for recruiting companies. So what we do, what we've been doing, is that we have a lot of candidates that. Um, that we've received resumes for. And so we actually are looking at companies that are hiring those type of positions, maybe through the in-house HR department. And we're approaching Uh them saying, you know, we've got this candidate and actually marketing and selling the candidate to them. So it's a a real, like Skylar was saying, it's a real, the events that have happened in the last month have really you know, turned our industry on its head, and I'm sure it's the same for many other industries out there. Um, so mm-hmm. it's interesting times. 
And between the both of you, you both can answer this. Is HR hard to work with? When you're doing, when you have a hot client in your hand and you're working with this company and the HR is, you know, you got to pass that HR to get to the manager, the right person to talk to. Or do you go beyond that or is it just has to be the HR? Well, so I'll, I'll say my two cents and, and then you can finish up in that. Uh, in, I hope I don't offend anybody here, but I, I, I find that HR departments have a lack of urgency. Really? You know, in, in sales, you, you've always got this, okay, you got to make the sale. You got to, you know, you got to sign the contract. You got to get the, you got to get the check. But when working <laughs> with HR departments, it's always, oh, okay, yeah, let me, let me check. Let me, let me find out about it. And so I, I just wish that HR departments had, had a little bit more sense of urgency. I find that, that too. Up. I know some people, I know some really good talent out there. And you heard me talk about this, that, and they're older, but HR freezes up on that. Oh, we can't hire anybody past the age of 62 or something like that. You know what I mean? And I'm like, what? This is some of the yeah. most talented people out there. They have knowledge. They, you know, of course, yeah, they're educated. Oh, but we can't pay them. Well, you know, talk to the HR person. Talk to them. And you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. It's called communication. But well, now, am I in the right track my, there? I think you are. And um, to to just add on to what well, to add on to what my partner was saying about HR people, considering I've been in HR for the last twenty five years. Um, mm-hmm. I love dealing with HR people, especially from my, my my perspective, because I've been in HR for so long in various roles, um, benefits, uh-huh. of, you know, benefits and HR and talent acquisition and talent retention, and as I say, disc, uh, you know, disc analysis, etc. So I I can relate to HR people, and yeah, sometimes they are apathetic. And sometimes the the reason why I think um, what Skylar and I have experienced, where he says, you know, they they just don't seem to be as motivated as um, somebody would ordinarily be, and they seem to be apathetic. Is that I think sometimes we scare them, and they don't want to work mm-hmm. with a professional recruiter because they're afraid we're going to take their job. But that's not oh, the truth. I mean, you know, we if we can get to the HR person and build an understanding with them, they will begin to understand that we are in two completely different realms of um, the HR process. That you know we mm-hmm. can help them. We, we're a great resource. We save them time, money, productivity, and you know they don't have to go through tedious amounts of resumes that you get when you mm-hmm. if they post a job themselves. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's wise to develop that, you know, as a recruiter, to develop that relationship really good with the re- HR? You know, just start developing Absolutely. that relationship so they can trust yeah. you. And when you call oh, them, yeah. you say, hey, I got such and such, in my, you know, resume in my hand. And what do you got open there? And yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, that's what, and that's what we've been doing. Skylar's been doing a lot of that, reaching out to um, companies that we work with and saying, you know, and just talking with them about what they need. And Skylar, you want to add in, hun? 
No, like I said, I mean, it was not nothing degrading to to HR people. It was just. <laughs> <laughs> Skylar, you're just was, so serious. Was, you're so serious. I was trying. But we like it. We 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 like you. But anyway, well, you two sit tightly. We'll when, be... I, when I insult people, she always softens it. So. Okay, we're going to be going to a commercial. You tie. You two sit tightly, and we'll be right back after these messages. There's a reason Summit County residents have been choosing Park City Mattress for 10 years. With Sealy, Serta, Tempur-Pedic, and Sturgis and Foster right here in Park City. And the lowest price guaranteed, Park City Mattress in Redstone Village at Kimball Junction. See us at PCMattress.com. Head and Home Horse Rescue Foundation. We are a 501c3 nonprofit that rescues both wild and domestic horses and other equine that are either unwanted, neglected, abused, or their humans move. Head and Home helps rehabilitate them to be used in equine therapy to help those in need. We could use your support. You can contact us at 801-910-2698. Do you know how much equity is in your home, condo, or townhome? Do you want to lower your rate and take cash out? We're Valorum Equity, and we make mortgages easier. Give us a call at 800 800- 764-9072 or visit ValorumEquity.com to receive your free home assessment today. Trouble sleeping? The mattress you choose makes all the difference. How do you select from thousands? At Mattress Warehouse, we do things differently. We fit you to the right mattress that you will love for many years and get up to eight months on our comfort guarantee. That's how sure we are about getting you the best night's sleep. Visit MattressWarehouseUtah.com and download your free Mattress Buyer's Guide to help you select the right mattress at the best price. MattressWarehouseUtah.com Hey, this is Rocktop Construction. Rocktop is a family-owned business based out of Utah. We specialize in replacing worn or storm-damaged roofs and understand how to assist homeowners with property claims. For reliable service and the best value on a quality and energy-efficient roof, call Rocktop Construction at 801-567-1234. We have an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. Again, that's 801-567-1234 to find out more about how we can protect your home. Well, thank you so much for listening in. I'm sitting here with Skylar and Carol. They are the founder and owner of a new company called CS Executive Recruiters. It's here in Salt Lake City, Utah, but they also work national and global. And uh, welcome back to my show, you two. Thank you, Kathy. Are you there? Yes. I want to have a question I want to ask you. Um, if somebody's from, you know, out of the country of the United States, can they still be able to work with you? Can you help them out? You, you know, say they're from Europe or, or sure. Um, that's I'll, definitely I'll, a Carol question. <laughs> oh, that's a Carol question. That's a me question. Okay. Okay. Um, as, the re- as the as the resident foreigner, I guess that's a me question. It's it's actually a difficult question to answer in the time we have because I could probably talk uh, on this particular subject for over an hour. But the the visa requirements for entry into the United States 
are quite rigorous, as you know. Even this barring the, the coronavirus and COVID, this called whatever virus going on, it's, they're extremely rigorous. And so every year there is a cap allocated to H1B um, employees. And I'm sure for your listeners out there that have tried this route, it's very frustrating the cap is 65,000 um, employees per year that can apply for entry mm-hmm. into the United States. And that the registration period for that 65,000 is already closed for 2020. It closed on March 20th. So if you, so we would have to wait a year until next March, until that cap reopens to apply for someone. If, an, if somebody has a U.S. master's degree or higher and they, um, they then qualify for what's called an advanced degree exemption, and there's an additional 20,000 um, uh, people that can ap- apply for that. But it's, mm-hmm. um, it's really complicated, and, but I don't want your specialized candidates to give up on the... Um, to give up on the dream of coming and working in the in the United States. So, if that is the um, if that is their dream, then they need to work with an international recruiter, be it us or somebody else, to to make that a reality for them. Um, we did. Mm-hmm. My husband and I, as I mentioned earlier, from South Africa, we wanted to leave the country, and in 2004, we had the opportunity through the company that David, my husband, worked for, and we were able to leave on an L-1 visa. And an L-1 visa mm-hmm. is for exec- executives, but that is limited to people that have worked for the same company internationally, mm-hmm. and then they get transferred through that particular company. So... For example, ABC is an international company, and they have offices all around the world. Um, you have to ha- you have to be employed by the company outside of the United States for at least a year before you can transfer mm-hmm. on an L1 visa. So we we were particularly lucky. Um, the H1B visa process is for other um, people that have not cannot transfer internally with a company. And it's a, and like I mentioned earlier, it's really a complicated process, but I'm quite familiar with it. And like I said to your listeners out there, don't give up hope. If it's your dream, then pursue it. And if, mm-hmm. if you can do anything to advise them or help them with that process, I'm, I'm more than happy to speak with them. Mm-hmm. And for those who are just tuning in, uh, go to www. CS-ER.com and you'll see the CS Executive Recruiters, you know, their name and you can read about them as well as what, they, what they're looking for and all that other fun stuff when it comes to recruiting. It's an awesome website, very well done. And um, Skylar, I have, what about um, salary? Should um, recruit if I hire you on to be my recruiter, would I talk to you about salary, like what I'm looking for, or talk to me about Absolutely. that? Absolutely. We get uh, salary advice all the time. As, as far uh-huh. as, you know, uh, actually the, the most recent recruit that we just uh, brought on and we're looking for a position for, um, mm-hmm. he's, he's worked all over the world. 
and mm-hmm. he was wondering about, okay, I, I, I'm tired of moving. I'm tired of uprooting my family. I would like to stay in Utah. And so, mm-hmm. you know, these are my qualifications. These are, you know, what I've done. What type of salary can I expect? And we're able to give mm-hmm. them salary advice of saying, hey, look, you know, this is the, uh, you know, you're you're expected to be, you know, right around from, you know, 200, you know, 200,000 to, uh, you know, 250,000 with a certain amount of bonuses. On the mm-hmm. other side of the What line, about, we, yeah, what about sorry, as yeah. a company? What about as a company like Dow or... Uh, you know, Goldman Sachs looking for to hire. What you know? What do you ask? Tell them. Do they, they tell the, you what type I mean, of salary the they're going to pay? With them is in that mm-hmm. saying, "Hey, look in in if you want to hire for your your demographic for your area for your your company, um, you know, mm-hmm. you're going to have to pay this much that that you're." You know, your asking price is, is just either, you know, it, it's you're shooting it out of the ballpark or you're not even in the ballpark. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we can we can help advise different clients on, on different things. Mm-hmm. Kathy, Kathy Lee, the, yes. the companies that you mentioned, for example, like Goldman Sachs and, and Apple and um, eBay and all those massive companies, they already have a hierarchy of salaries that they pay. And so they are often advised by companies like Mercer, for example, um, who who have a, a huge, um, what, what's the right word I'm looking for? They, they a huge schedule of what salaries are paid for and reasonable and, um, you know, for people that they hire. So for those companies, um, they know what they're going to pay, and we are kind of bound by that. The smaller companies mm-hmm. that are using our, um, our services, services, for example, mm-hmm. if it's a company of like 25 employees and they want to employ, a, uh, for example, a general manager and they want to pay him $60,000, I'm going to say to them, you're way off. You know, you, you, we, we're just going to advise them that they're not going to get anything for $60,000 if, if that's what they are only prepared to pay. So in, mm-hmm. in cases like that, um, of smaller companies, you know, even up to 100 employees, they um, perhaps don't have HR departments, and that's absolutely when Skylar and I advise them on whether they are way off on their um, on the expectation of what they can get for the money they're prepared to offer. Mm-hmm. Do you, um, Skylar, do you help um, people that are unemployed, an unemployment rate, expe- you know, expect to see that, you know, advice would you give people about for a job? You know what I mean? Those who have been unemployed. So um, where, where we sit in the market is, you know, I mean, again, I, I try to soften the statement, and Carol might correct me on this because I'm trying to be as kind as possible. But mm-hmm. in reality, you have to be qualified to a certain level. You have to have right. some type of specialized need or service 
um, that you can provide in order for us to go out to an employer and, and try to hire, mm-hmm. you know, get you hired. So yes, we do mm-hmm. look for, for candidates that, that, uh, that have some type of specialized, you know, need, but mm-hmm. we can't just go out and, you know, if you're, if you're in the, you know, if you're a waiter or a bartender, we can't. Oh, go. yeah, of course. They, they wouldn't even, probably wouldn't even, you know, be intimidated and think, no, I, I know I'm not educated. I don't know. Yeah. But, um, Say that somebody was working for a company that was sold, and there's so much of that going on. And um, they, you know, they lose their job. They're out for a couple of years because they're trying to hit the pavement. And no one would hire them because of their age, et cetera, et cetera, you know, because they turn a certain age. But they're still in good health, you know. They go to the gym. They do certain things. But yet... No one will hire them because, oh, you hit the certain number. You're 62 yeah. or 63, you know. And I think that is pathetic because people are living longer. Hello, employers out there. People are living longer. That's and they look oh, great. Yeah, and that's, it's a sad reality that that is um, what you are saying is too often the case. Um, I had a an HR professional that was looking for a job. She she was laid off for, from her uh, position, and whether it was due to her age or the economy, it was about a year ago. Um, you know, I I can't say which was the reason, but she's been trying to find a job ever since, and she's she's not even sixty yet. Um, but she's you know she's. She looks a little older than what she is, and people judge on that, and that's mm-hmm. very sad to me. And that's as a recruiter, and and Skylar and I, uh, this is where we we feel that we shine, is that if we do have a candidate like that that can't find a job, you know, we will do our very best to market that job and sorry to market that candidate mm-hmm. and to to clients and to people that we know in various industries. And the discrimination based on age in this country is ridiculous because, as you said a little earlier, you know, a lot of, you know, people talk about our baby boomers and how they're all retiring and that, yeah, but they, you know, a lot of the time they've been forced to retire because of the age discrimination. And it's sad because that's where all the experience lies. That's where all the wisdom mm-hmm. lies. That's where, you know, people can train the younger generation coming up. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it's the sad truth that you say, but unfortunately, mm-hmm. it is a lot of the time a fact. Remember the um, when you get a job, no matter who you are. I I just remember I had to work my way up into the company. Yeah. I didn't start <laughs> off as CFO. You know, come out of college. Well, yeah, I may not come out of Harvard or Warden or whatever. But no, I still have to work, prove myself, you know, exactly. because I did well in the books and things like that and maybe a few internships. But still, I have a lot to learn. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Here's the broom. Sweep the floor. <laughs> in, in that perspective. <laughs> yeah, the new generation is going to do that. I know, and it's like... I said, welcome to the mailroom. 
that's so true. That's so true. You know, so, if you look at if you look at people that have come up the ranks and that are really successful in life, that's where a lot of the the baby boomers started. You know, they they mm-hmm. didn't uh, have college degrees and things. They started in the mailroom and they worked their way up. And a lot of those people are CEOs today. You know, they yes, managed they to are. get education along the way, and that. So there's, there's a lot of a lot of input, unfortunately, on degrees, and you got to have a degree and that. But there is a big place in the world for people that don't have. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, in if you want to work in the United States, you're going to need to have a degree. Um, right. I'm talking to your in, international listeners now, but you know, for for guys in the street that are on in Utah and the United States, you know, they jobs out there. You just got to know. It's not what you know, it's who you know. So get yourself mm-hmm. involved with the recruiter in whatever state that you live in. Um, Skyra and I deal with a higher-end caliber of um, candidates that is for the more executive positions. But there are a lot of headhunt, a lot of recruiters out there that deal with, um, you know, the, the administrative positions, etc. So don't just look online. Get yourself connected with the recruiter. Mm-hmm. And also to Carol, how can an employer hire more qualified candidates? Oh, that's that's an easy one to answer. Um, so, if a company is not convinced why they should use a recruitment agency like CS Executive Recruiters, is that we bring we bring so many added benefits to them. Um, so, so unless they're kind of like a Google or an Apple-sized company, they don't have people lining up outside to work for them, okay? But mm-hmm. as as a recruiter, we'll sell their company to a candidate. So if they've, for example, if they've decided to hire a developer, but their mm-hmm. HR staff doesn't know very much about coding, which is a really real um, circumstance. The HR people are not meant to understand every single position in the company. So right. they and and we have we have people that um, can can do that kind of recruiting, you know, for the company. We have we have specialist um, recruiters that are in those sort of um, markets, so they can look at a candidate and introduce them to a candidate that's exactly the right fit, whereas a HR person in a company hasn't had to go through thousands of res- or thousands, hundreds of resumes to find a potential fit because they don't understand the coding process and that. So we, from that aspect, um, we add huge value um, to, to companies to find more qualified um, candidates. And... Uh, companies out there that are looking or thinking about using a recruitment agency like CS Executive Recruiters must remember that from an accounting standpoint, agency fees are business expenses. So we Mm -hmm. can actually help their bottom line. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Wonderful. That's good to know. Because, you know, I, I went to business college, got an MBA, and that was number one thing that my professors are the HR don't understand when it comes to hiring. You know, I mean, yeah. I, I still don't even understand what they do, but, you know, <laughs> you recruiters do. They have it in well, their hand. They 
you're an executive recruiter and you know, you know, I need a C CFO or CEO, you know, or even, you know, a little bit below, maybe an, an executive in sales and marketing, I'd be calling you because you have the, you have it right there in front of me instead of putting an ad out there and, you exactly. know. Well, I'll, give, I'll give you a quick example, Kathy Lee, is that um, yesterday I had a, we had a client phone and she uh-huh. said, looking for a design, we're looking, I'm looking for a design engineer. I said, um, okay, in, in what field? Um, they're, they're a mining company that we hire for. So she said, um, yeah, they need to have expertise in crushers. So, okay, you're looking for a design engineer that can design, you know, design crushers. What else? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I said, what do you mean you don't know? She said, just no job description. <laughs> so I said, okay, oh, well, like- um, because we have, you know, we have skills and we have knowledge of what a design crusher engineer looks like, you know, I'll put a job description together for her. And, and so Skylar and I began the search of looking for uh, crusher engineers. So, you know, it's just, it, and HR, HR people, I love HR people. I am one myself. So it's just a matter of specialization. Um, when I started off in HR 25 or longer, I won't give away my age, years ago, uh-huh. I wasn't a specialized recruiter. I was an HR person. That's what I studied. That's what I trained to be. You know, uh-huh. so recruiting is, is specialized, and um, I don't expect every HR person that Skylar and I work with, you know, to be uh, to be a professional recruiter. That's our job, and that's why companies out there need CS executive recruiters. Mm-hmm. They do. They do, and um, and the HR needs to listen to you guys and explain what they're looking for. Um, really quickly, a quick little story here, and Skylar, you may understand this too. I knew somebody who uh, tried to get around the HR because the HR just didn't understand, but went right to the person that really looking. They were good friends. It was a manager in the field. He you ha- had an opening for this position. But the HR didn't understand it, and she crushed the whole deal. She ruined it. You know what I mean? And the guy um, had to step back and say, look, this is what I'm looking for. I want to hire this person. And the HR said, oh, no, but you can't hire him. He's too old. He's, you know, he's past 62. You can't hire him. But yet the, the other guy said, yeah, but this is what I want. I know his work. I want him. What do you do with that? You know, and he had a recruiter too, and they're all trying to talk to the HR, and the HR would not budge. Does that does HR really have that much control in a company? And when it comes to hiring, I mean, that's uh, you know, I, I mentioned at the beginning of this conversation that uh, you know I've a, I have a sales background, and mm-hmm. so that's where the sales background comes in. Uh, hey, look, you know, but it, it just. <laughs> it's a process that you, you just kind of click into a mode where uh, you're you're selling the candidate, and right. it, it can go either direction. That if you're headhunting, then you sell the candidate, or right. if you're talking to a company, then you sell the candidate. And um, you know, talking to uh, an HR department is is just about you know, selling that candidate. And that's why um, with most of our candidates, if we can't meet face-to-face with everything that's going 
on right now that we meet um, over a Zoom meeting or over, you know, over some type of, of uh, you know, video conference. Right. And um, then we're able to, to kind of understand the candidate, where they're coming from, and then just not hand over a resume, but hand over, you know, a candidate that says, hey, look, you know, this, this person is the right fit for your job. And mm-hmm. here's why. X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Do you, um, Skylar, do you work with um, LinkedIn? Do you work closely with LinkedIn? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, uh, yeah, we we work. I mean, I'm there more than I should be. <laughs> no, that's okay because you know I have friends who go to LinkedIn. You know, they're like, oh, I'm looking for something, so I need to go to LinkedIn. But then they take spend so much time on LinkedIn, where I'd rather go through you, you know, or you two to say, hey, you know, I don't have time. I have, <clears throat> you know. Make sure my resume stay positive, keep working at my job, and then put my trust into you two guys, and hopefully you find me something. Or if I do find something on LinkedIn, it's, I let you know. I work with you. Communicate, right? Communication. Yeah. yeah and absolutely. then you contact the company I mean, and say, hey. Right? LinkedIn yeah, is, a, is a great resource, um, and I've got mm-hmm. a lot of candidates, or not candidates, but a lot of, I guess, resources there. Um, mm-hmm. but it, it, it's all about the, the connections you, you've actually made rather than just, you know, accepting every friend request because I, I, I'm sure right. my experience is, is the same as everybody else's experience in that in LinkedIn, I, I probably know, you know, maybe 50% of the can, uh, the people that I'm connected to. Um, mm-hmm. but we definitely find a lot of people there. And then also to, yeah, with link. Yeah, with LinkedIn. Now, say for example, if I, I just, I'm, I think I might repeat this, but I just want to clarify it. So, say that I hired you, your company, but I'm, you know, you're not finding me, but I found you guys, and then I say, this is what I do. Do I have to pay you to help me go find that job, or does the company pay you? Can I take that one? Yes. Yes, you can. Okay. Okay. If a if a candidate is looking for a position, then we work for the candidate for nothing. Um, we don't charge candidates um, if they're looking. They, you know, if they need advice on their resume, we don't do full on um, resume like recreation, but we certainly will give them pointers on how to improve their resume. So. For the candidate, we look for the position for for free, basically. I hate that word, but um, for companies that are looking to hire a recruiter, they they know that there's a fee involved because mm-hmm. there's a lot of screening involved. There's there's a lot of costs upfront that are re- involved with recruiting um, a, a talented mm-hmm. individual for a position. So mm-hmm. the general the general um, the general fee that is charged in the in the recruiting industry is between 15 and 25 percent of the basic salary of the candidate that the, the, the person that is actually placed with in the company. So mm-hmm. the company doesn't pay anything up front. We do all the, the we do all the searching, we do all the testing, the all the upfront um, stuff. We refer the candidate to the company, and only once that candidate is placed. 
um, with the company, employed in other words, that's when the company will pay CS executive recruiters a fee. Interesting, interesting. That's, yeah, I was wondering about that because I saw that out there. Because, you know, I did my homework and I, I saw that, and I, but I didn't get a chance to find out if, you know, do I have to pay them to yeah. go look for something no. for me? Oh, and another thing, too, a lot of companies want letterheads. Do you do that, the letterheads, or do we have to do up the letterheads? You know, you got my resume, but yet the company yeah. wants a letterhead. Um, you mean like a cover letter and application? Yeah, cover. Yes, yes. Yes, okay. that's what I meant. No, yes. I understand what you're saying. No, that's no problem. Generally speaking, um, a high-end, you know, an executive caliber candidate will mm-hmm. either have a cover letter or we will guide them through that process. If a, if a, if a, when we get a candidate, we basic, I basically, what I've done in the past with, with people is that we build a kind of like what's it, a summary resume which um, uh-huh. Skylar and I will talk about and submit to a potential client. So if they don't already have a cover letter that they want to, you know, submit with their application and a cover letter really just is a sales job. Right. That's all it is. They, they are putting together verbiage that will try and sell them to a particular company. So I don't, we don't uh-huh. really take much. Uh, I will, we will take from that what we need, but we don't generally use that. We will, we will prepare something ourselves for that candidate because we can do a better job of selling them than they can, if that makes sense. Interesting. Yes, that does make sense. They, it sounds like your job is so hard. <laughs> <laughs> but I, but when I see you two out there, you, you're smiling and you greet me nicely. But yet your job sounds so hard. It sounds so well, difficult. We, we love you, Kathy Lee. You're the greatest. And yeah, it's it's trying times now. But Skylar and I both love what we do. Um, you know, it's it's our dream and our passion to build mm-hmm. a um, a great recruiting company. And so we're on our way to doing that. And, you know, mm-hmm. with people like yourself and, you know, being happy to introduce us to the rest of the world, you know, as CS executive recruiters, we love that. And, you know, we'd Wonderful. be grateful to you for for the opportunity. Yeah, to come on and, yeah, and you, this, the show will be on demand as well. And also to um, say, for example, if I'm, yeah, I'm a company, I'm a big, huge company, but yet I just put everybody on a, a freeze but yet, I have a feeling within the next, by June, everything's going to be back going again or start going, especially maybe even next month to early May, that we will be back. You know, I think you two are going to be, you're going to be busy because, you know, <laughs> they might have let some companies go. And then you know how people are. They just don't want, oh, I'm going to go look for another job. I'm going to get something quickly. You know, they still go into panic mode. Instead yeah. of just There's, relax. So if I can take that one, Kathy. You. So I mean, with the with everything happening in the economy, um, uh-huh. now is a great opportunity to to invest in talent and the future of your company. It, it you know, it, I know that everything's scary right now and everything's you know going down and and you know I don't the, think it's, it's going down. I think it's a, but 
Uh-huh. I don't think Sorry, the tennis guy, I don't think it's going I don't think it's going down. I just think we'll just stop for a month for a minute. You know what I mean? I yeah, and I, I agree. I think the the CEO, the CFOs and stuff, they're probably doing their meetings and they're just probably reprogramming because um I know quite a few people that have gone home and they're way up there, you know, they're executives and but they're not they'll they're okay with it. It's okay to be at home, but they don't want it to be forever. Because you get into a lazy mode, <laughs> you know, they don't mm-hmm. want that. And, um, but then they're, but they are busy, you know, working from home, but yeah, it, they just don't want to so be it, in it forever. It's just a great opportunity to, again, invest in your future. Uh, mm-hmm. so and I, I have I, a I couple just, companies, Skylar, I have a couple companies just thinking off my head that I need to put you two guys in. They're going to looking for funding, which is, you know, going to be coming to a close pretty soon, and I know they're going to be looking, uh, be looking to hiring some executives. So, um, yeah, this is a good thing. I'm so glad I met you too. You know, and Thank when you. I did met both of you, I was excited. Go, oh, I got a headhunter and a recruiter. I know somebody because usually, <laughs> you know, I've seen from a distance or I know this company, but I really never knew the owners. And you guys are just amazing. It's just amazing, you know, out there. And I know I see you at networking, but slowly you're going to be busy with your executives and your CFOs and CEOs, you know. And then when you come to the meetings, like, yeah, we're we're here. (laughs) But anyway, (laughs) but it's 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 really an honor to meet you. Getting to know you, Kathy. Well, it's fun, and and um, oh, I just got one. Somebody just texted me. He's a you know. up there globally and do you work globally to your do you work throughout the united states so if i introduce you to which i'm just going to you know don't get me wrong to a lot of people at home um like you said they're you know starting to talk to me and i'm going to head them your way but like mars candy bar they have seven divisions you know they do dog food and salad dressing and something else they do but they have seven divisions of food that they provide besides candy besides and um, they're global that's a big account so and then there's a few others that i know that's going to be coming to the plate so i need to introduce you to that'd be an awesome introduction we would appreciate that yeah i i know more international but you would work like um golden Goldman Sachs, you that's a that'll be a really good account for you guys too because they're in New York. See, they said they got New York, Dallas, I think San Francisco, and Utah. I I don't quite remember, but I know they got a, quite a few um, offices, and they're always looking for executives too. And it doesn't uh, have to yeah, be it doesn't have to be a CEO, CFO. It can just be someone who is an executive. Higher education, um, the degrees that they, you know what I mean, have their bachelor's degree with honors, and, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah, because that's what they usually look for, or someone well-known in finance, and that's where you come in. Yeah, you would come in with that, too. Yeah. So I'm thinking off my head. Yep. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> um, but do you ever work with anybody with an MBA? You know what I mean, even though it's a business yeah, you know, yeah, that was the they, last um, position we hired for was that somebody that, that was a requirement they had an MBA. Oh, so I know. Having I was that degree isn't always the the 
you know, kind of end of the end of the show and the business. But having an MBA is is uh, certainly not going to hurt the situation. Oh, and one more thing. Um, what about somebody who has, um, you know, they're like in their sixty one or sixty two, but yet they they don't. They work for a company. They had a global accounts, yada yada yada. But they're not CFO or CEO type of person. But there is a CFO or CEO in a small company. Would you say that's a good candidate to put them in, even yeah. though they have the management skills because they ran uh, global accounts and stuff? Absolutely. Would yeah, that be a good? Be. It, it yeah, definitely. It definitely would, Kathy Lee, and and you know we also we have we have a global network. So there is, you know, if a candidate comes to us and they are um, older, or like for example a CFO, they're mm-hmm. a little older and we can't find them a permanent job. We have relationships with other agencies, and so you know we do pass along candidates. So if, if Skylar and I, you know, as chief executive recruiters, are not going to hold on to a candidate that we can't help. You know, we're going to mm-hmm. market that candidate to other other people in the industries that we know to try and help them get a job. So, you know, it's it's not it's not all about. Um, there's a lot of us out there that, especially in times like this, that are collaborating. And are mm-hmm. working together to help people find jobs. So, you know, it's 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 what we can do for the candidates um, at the moment is is what's most important. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is something I wanted to say to you, and I'm I'm sure I'm not the only one as a um, an owner of a company that I find that the uh, younger generation, the ones that are in their twenties, have trouble communicating. You know, they're so used to texting and so used to using exactly, yeah. the phone that they but don't use a, their communicate. Yeah, but there's a valuable place for the, the Gen Xs in this world um, at the moment because they, apart from the fact that they, they think that they are worth more than what they actually are, unfortunately, we have to sometimes educate um, a person that comes out of college and wants an $80,000, $90,000 salary, well, that's not going to happen. You know, depending on in what market they're in, um, in Utah, that that is, you know, just not going to happen. Um, right. But in some other markets, you know, in, in other markets around the country, I mean, for example, in Utah, we are looking at a little bit of a swing in the market because there are a lot of IT companies. We have what is called Silicon Slopes. And there are a huge amount of IT companies that are moving into the area and, you know, not only IT, but high-tech companies. So, you know, in that in that scenario, then the salary requirements might change for these kids coming out of university. But, um, so yeah, it's, it's all an education on, on what, what can be expected. The young want the high salaries. The old just want a job, you know, not old, right. but the older just want a job yeah. they want to feel valued and you know so it, it's really it's really all it's really mm-hmm. quite a circle of life when you think about it yes it is you 
you know, I'm sure you watch, a, you know, some movies and stuff, and especially the one how McDonald's got, you know, founded, and that was quite mm. interesting, and it was an older gentleman, and how he, and then Ronald, and then um, Kentucky Fried Chicken, how he got things going, and um, you know who Sorensen Media is here in Utah? Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay, well, I knew um, Junior. Sorensen, mm-hmm. James Jr. Sorensen, and he told me, he told me this personally, he said, Kathy, when I got out of college, it doesn't matter if I was at the best college in the world back in Pennsylvania, it was called Warner's College, anyway, he went there and everything got, came out with honors, do you know what his father did, you know, <laughs> this company, he gave him a broom and said, sweep the floor. You're going to start at the bottom. He didn't stay there for very long, but he had to learn some basic well, things I with mean, the company. And you, and you look at it like that. I mean, James Sorensen Sr., I mean, his, his current net worth, oh, no, his current net worth 10 years, 12 years ago was like $4.5 You know, so imagine how much the company's worth now. And that's how you start. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, that was... Yeah, oh, yeah, but it was funny, though. When he told me that, I'm like, no way. And he goes, yeah, my dad gave me the broom and said, sweep the floor. <laughs> I'm yep, like, exactly. that must have been funny. But, um, but, but he didn't stay there long, the but he had to work his way up. And, you know, and now he split off from his father and started an investment company. But anyway, but he learned some value principles, and I think that's good. Kids today that come from mommies and daddies like that, they think they walk yeah. into the company and run the company. You know, parents, please don't do that. Give them a broom. <laughs> yeah. Tell them they got to start, you know. Exactly. But um, mm-hmm. because they'll learn values and they'll appreciate the company. So, but you anyway. Get the broom. <laughs> yeah, but you do that to your son. He just talks, oh, yeah, I got to run your company someday, Dad. He goes, yeah, here's the broom. <laughs> start sweeping. Clean the garage. Show me what you can do. Yep. <laughs> but anyway, well, it was so fun to have you two on my show. And um, uh, is there any information you want to give out? Are you going to, well, can't be anywhere right now, but um, any information do you want to let my listeners know? Sure. Um, Scarlett, do you want to do that? Yeah, so uh, obviously we've mentioned the, the company a couple of times, but um, the the website is cs-er.com. And also, um, if you wanted to get in contact with us, it is recruiter at cs-er.com. Okay, thank you guys. You're amazing, and um, I'll make sure that the, you know my students. I will put more information on you guys, and they'll be on demand. So you'll be on demand as well, as long as I'm with BBS Radio. You'll be on demand. So, um, and also to be posted again out on social media. And um, I do want to thank you, and I will be be in contact with you because I want to work. Help you guys out with some leads that I know. So, you're welcome and have a great evening. Okay. Thank you, you too. too. Your your radio program rocks, by the way. <laughs> Thank, 
Thank you so much. Thank you. See you later. Have a great evening. And I would like to thank BBS Radio for having me on and also Primetime Media for doing my marketing. So thank you, guys, and you have a great evening. There's a reason Summit County residents have been choosing Park City Mattress for 10 years. With Sealy, Serta, Tempur-Pedic, and Sturgeon Foster right here in Park City. And the lowest price guaranteed, Park City Mattress in Redstone Village at Kimball Junction. See us at PCMattress.com. Head and Home Horse Rescue Foundation. We are a 501c3 nonprofit that rescues both wild and domestic horses and other equine that are either unwanted, neglected, abused, or their humans move. Head and Home helps rehabilitate them to be used in equine therapy to help those in need. We could use your support. You can contact us at 801-910-2698. Do you know how much equity is in your home, condo, or townhome? Do you want to lower your rate and take cash out? We're Valorum Equity, and we make mortgages easier. Give us a call at 800 800- 764-9072 or visit valorumequity.com to receive your free home assessment today. Trouble sleeping? The mattress you choose makes all the difference. How do you select from thousands? At Mattress Warehouse, we do things differently. We fit you to the right mattress that you will love for many years and get up to eight months on our comfort guarantee. That's how sure we are about getting you the best night's sleep. Visit MattressWarehouseUtah.com and download your free Mattress Buyer's Guide to help you select the right mattress at the best price. MattressWarehouseUtah.com Hey, this is Rocktop Construction. Rocktop is a family-owned business based out of Utah. We specialize in replacing worn or storm-damaged roofs and understand how to assist homeowners with property claims. For reliable service and the best value on a quality and energy-efficient roof, call Rocktop Construction at 801-567-1234. We have an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. Again, that's 801-567-1234 to find out more about how we can protect your home.